Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion theater and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Kate Zeinard. And I'm Amanda Carestio. It's that time of year, folks. Time for our sewing year in review. Feel free to play along at home as we ponder our 2021 makes, learning opportunities, and more. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment, and then we'll answer a listener question. But before we begin, how's everybody doing today? Doing all right. Uh huh. Same here. Just chilling at the parents again while the floors are being redone. <laughs> so yeah, d- different location again. I'm in a different room. So this is like what the fourth in podcast in a row that it's just been in all different rooms. So <laughs> you're just jumping around. Just we're jumping just, around. Uh, and next time, yeah, it'll be in my studio. So yeah, we're following Yay. we're following Meg's uh house renovations by way of podcasting. I, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so true how are you doing kate um i'm doing well um my my show is over uh finished up last weekend and yeah so i'm uh i kind of a little bit at loose ends and i keep forgetting what day of the week it is because things (laughs) are suddenly so different so um i'm just kind of slightly confused glad i uh remembered to actually get on to do this recording today (laughs) Mm-hmm. I feel like it ought to be yeah. Tuesday, Adam. Yeah, l- last night it was funny. We were because we're staying at my parents and we were having some rum and eggnog the first of the season. My mom goes, "Oh, I just love Friday nights." And we're like, "It's Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. <laughs> it was Wednesday. Yeah, see, I that can't even keep it straight. So it was funny. I know. She's just like, "Oh, it feels like a Friday." Uh, like, and then she goes, "But it just feels like a Friday." I'm like, "Yeah." That's, I guess that will rum and eggnog will do that to you. But yeah. <laughs> yes, in this season, will. I pretty much have it. It's like, oh, it's like the best, like, after dinner, like, dessert, like, drink. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's my favorite this time of year. Oh, love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely an eggnog fan. And oh, now yeah. I'm upset because we don't have any eggnog right now. <gasps> oh, well. Can I go get some? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to have to. Uh-huh. Oh, and we get, like, that. Like the really nice, just like full fat one. Like it's mm-hmm. just, oh, it's, there's just nothing better. Oh, anyway, I could probably just go on about it. Like for a full episode. So I'll stop <laughs> Welcome to the eggnog episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I need to do some like, so like an ode to eggnog and some sewing decoration, maybe like a Christmas decoration that I sew. I need to sew like an eggnog tea towel or something yeah you got to do some machine embroidery or something yeah 100 mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. yeah i have to search for some eggnog embroidery designs i'm Maybe sure it's got a niche, niche market yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just meg <laughs> i start my own brand of like yeah, it's all oh, about yeah. eggnog well if all you your have favorite drinks yeah <gasps> meg eggnog meg egg Meg-nog. Meg-nog. It's meg-nog. Meg-nog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Meg, you have Julian uh, design the thing and then send it to me and I will make you an embroidery design for Megnog. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, you can digitize it. So this will yeah. be a joint effort. Maybe we could do like a freebie for the pod listeners, a Megnog embroidery design. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yes, stitch oh. that out. I would stitch that out for sure. All right. I love this idea. Let's make it happen. We're going to make Please it happen. Please do. 
Please do. All right. With that, um, I want some eggnog, but shall we hop into our sewing year in review? Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, well, I, I, I hear you. I am definitely someone who loves a good sewing year in review. It's kind of like the Spotify wrapped but for sewing. <gasps> totally. And because, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm so through the year, I am like on to the next project, just always looking forward, thinking about what I'm going to make next. And I, so I love this time of year. I feel like you always have a moment to slow down and just look back at what you made. And like, there are so many projects I forgot about and things that were like really fulfilling and things that totally didn't turn out the way I thought they would. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, it's just, it's always a mix, but it's, I think it's really lovely to take that moment to look back and, and then, you know, pretty quickly start thinking about next year (laughs) because that's, that's how I do. But uh, I thought, I thought we'd just start generally, um, how much did you both sew this year and did sewing add to your joy? So I'm going to confess, I'm not actually sure how much I sewed this year. Um, I am very bad at keeping records and (laughs) time since the pandemic started has been sort of like a flat circle where I can't um, I, ca- I can't like anchor anything in time. And so I can, mm-hmm. I can yeah. hardly remember what sewing I've done this year. I really, I really like, I can pin down certain things based again on events that were happening around them. But I'm, I like, I'm not sure how much I just can't remember straight up. Um, so yeah, that's where I am. So I'll be doing the best I can as we do this review. <laughs> But I'm not precisely sure what I did this year. So that's where I am. I mean, if it wasn't for my Instagram feed, I would have no sense of what I had sewn this year. Like taking pictures and putting them somewhere, even like using my little hashtag that I use each year is the only way that I can keep uh-huh. track of things. And I, and in preparation for this show, I looked back on my Instagram feed and I just, it, it boggled my mind. I'm like, that was last year? That had to be this year. or And the reverse, like mm-hmm. feeling like I'd made something ages ago. And it yeah. was like four months ago. Um, it's really, I agree 100%. Time is super weird right now. Mm-hmm. But I think in general... Um, I think there were a lot of things I didn't photograph for Instagram, um, like a lot of like weird side costume projects. I sewed some for my daughter that I didn't document, um, a lot of just some projects for the magazines. Um, so I, it, it felt like for the whole year, I was kind of like skipping around from one thing to the next and not really with much of a plan, but I do think looking back, like I definitely, I sewed a good amount, probably not as much as the year before and probably not as much as in 2019, but I sewed a good amount. I, I averaged um, a project or a few each month, uh-huh. mostly. Uh-huh. Yeah, same with me. I did, I sewed definitely a lot and it definitely added a lot of joy. <laughs> I always had something going on. Yeah, this is like the longest yeah. I've not sewed in think the entire the entire year um yeah I was going to squeeze out 
one more before I packed my sewing machines and I just, I just had so much packing. I was like, I just need to, to pack this. Mm. And so cut out all my boxes and oh my gosh, so many boxes of sewing machines. <laughs> when you just put them all in one place, it's like, yeah. I might need a, uh, my own truck for just the sewing machines. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, yeah. Uh, every month I think I sewed several things. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. And so hard to remember when I was looking at these questions, it was, I was like, oh yeah, I sewed like this Zadie jumpsuit. That was my favorite thing that I went back on Instagram. That was 2020. I was like, yeah, really? I was like, I swear I sewed that this year. Probably because I sewed some more uh, like of them this, yeah, this year. Um, But yeah, I know time's weird. Time's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the past two years just have kind it's of. It's like one year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Of one. And I have no idea like what season anything happened in. Okay. No. So we agree that time was weird, but <laughs> occasional sewing brought occasional amounts of joy. And oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we did it somewhat regularly. Okay. Okay. Um, did you two take part in any sewing challenges this year? Well, you know me, I'm uh, very bad at Instagram and have not yet improved that at all. Um, so, no, I haven't. That's okay. I, I just haven't gotten there yet. That's oh. fine. I haven't yeah. even finished my last sewing challenge from 2020, <laughs> which was our Sew Your Roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when I say finished, <laughs> I mean started. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I'm thinking of it, I think I did do, I think last year, uh, I wanted to do the make nine 2021. I think I did make, now I'm realizing, I think I did do that challenge. And I remember I didn't sew two things on it, but I, I remember now having, I'll have to go back even in the, the podcast I feel like is a good record for me. I can go back and see what photos I added in the show notes. And then I'm like, (laughs) oh yeah, I made that this year. But I think I need to go back because I did, I remember sketching out nine things. It was like the Roscoe dress, which I made. And there was some other things, um, the Amy jumpsuit, which I made. Uh, So I think I did participate in a challenge. I just forgot about it. (laughs) It was the same. Yeah, the sage tea was on it that I didn't sew. And the pocket skirt uh, from Peppermint, uh, I didn't sew those two. So I kind of did it. I did my standard, like, sign up for a challenge and then yeah. um, not complete it. Because uh, I did I did take part in the Make 9 mm-hmm. uh, 2021. And, but I, I did it, um, I did more of the, the use nine challenge actually. And it was more focused on using, uh, fabric from your stash. And I think I used four of nine things. So I kind of feel, and I did, I think in the earlier part of the year, I did go back to that grid and take a look as I was thinking about, um, you know, next projects and, and kind of tried to start there, um, to see if I could, you know, use one of those, but it was definitely, a gentle challenge. And I think in general, I have had a hard time committing, um, to projects in the last yeah. two years. Cause I feel like, I don't know, I was never, I never did a ton of challenges, but there were a few that I would pick up. Um, I've just had, yeah, hard time, hard time committing, um, mm-hmm. with all of the life changes happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so thinking about your sewing from 2021 versus 2020, um, do any kind of big picture trends emerge? Do you feel like over the course of the last year, what you were sewing um, changed at all? Um, 
I sewed some, I definitely sewed some new things this year. Um, I did some button downs, which um, I believe I've mentioned are not my favorite things, but I really liked (laughs) the Inez shirt. And so I kind of went with a couple of those. I made my first pair of overalls. And then this isn't actually a change, but um, I made a lot of masks this year. I kept making masks in bunches for specific events. Like when we went to Las Vegas, I was like, oh, I need more masks. And so I made more masks. And then when I went to the anime convention, I was like, oh, I need some anime themed masks. So I did that. Um, So And then before my show, just last week, I'm like, oh, I need some black masks to wear backstage. So I made some black masks. And so, yeah, I've been making a lot of masks, but usually in small spurts for very specific situations. What does your Vegas mask look like? (laughs) Ooh, good question. Um, (laughs) There are are a bunch of them. I mostly just went through and found some fun stuff. my husband actually made one that was like gold metallic fabric and it's embroidered. Oh, yes. Um, That's so a he, Vegas he has, mask. Yes, yeah. He has the like really blingy one. Mine was just more like, oh, these are planets, but also cats. So I'm going to make that. Ooh. And oh, here's a nice, um, here's a nice batik that'll look nice with the dress I'm going to wear to the show. And it was really just about finding some fun things and and making them. So I had, cause I was like, okay, we're going to be in Vegas and it's going to be really hot. So I'm going to need like four masks a day because I'm going to be sweaty and disgusting. Oh, and right. So, yeah. And so that's what it was. It was like building up my mask collection. So I had enough. Um, mm-hmm. So no, I didn't make any like super blingy masks. And now I regret that. Oh, well, I have to make a blingy times. Christmas mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so over making masks. I, I, I don't, know. I'm so over it. <laughs> Me too. I think I did make some masks this year, but I don't not think I documented it. And I think um, I don't think it brought much joy. But mm-hmm. I do like the idea of a Christmas mask. Though. Well, mm-hmm. and, and that was the thing is making the masks for something specific is how I managed to like make masks. That's like smart. I was excited for my anime masks, right? Because then I wore yeah. them to my anime oh, convention yeah. and people recognized them. They knew what they, – they recognized the fabric or they recognized the embroidery. They knew what I was wearing. And that was, that was fun for me. Like last – Last week, when I had to make plain black masks to go backstage, I like left it till the very last minute. It was like oh, yeah. three hours mm-hmm. before opening. I'm like, okay, fine. I've really got to <laughs> do this now um, because black that, masks aren't interesting. They're not fun. I know. Isn't They're- that so weird though? Like you literally, it's the exact same pattern and sewing steps, but just a different fabric can make it more fun or not. And it has, it has nothing yeah. to do like. Isn't that well, weird? And, to I think mean, about? at this point, I like I can make <laughs> those is. things in like fifteen minutes. They're not. They don't yeah. take a long time. They don't take a lot of effort. But it really was. It was like, ugh, ugh I've got to do this. Ugh, yeah, fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, felt like a chore. When I made masks for Julian, 
for work. Uh, and I am like, I was using decorative stitches. It was one that was like a little saw and like construction things. It was one that was like a little hammer. And so that was like fun. Just like, like <laughs> sewing them for, for him. Like that was fun. <laughs> totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like at this point in my life, sewing masks is about finding something I'm going to be excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So fringe. Fringe for Christmas. <laughs> I love it. Fringe. How about you, Meg? Or maybe sequins. Um, yeah. Oh, Ooh. sequins, definitely. <laughs> now all I can think of is making like holiday masks. But <laughs> um, well, this year compared to any other year, I'm always about sewing new, 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 like making cool new things. But this year I did so many like upcycles and I actually tackled my mending pile. I made things work. I expanded a lot of previous me maids because I definitely changed sizes throughout this pandemic and I didn't mm-hmm. want to go like back from scratch. And so my favorite thing, like I had some things that were in fabrics I really liked. And so I did a lot of panel ad- adding and making things work. And so that was fun this year that I've never really done before before is really embrace some upcycles and like there was some stuff in my mending pile from th- three or four years ago that which I finally tackled. <laughs> so that was fun. Just kind of I think mean, maybe mentally preparing to move to like kind of tackling down that um, was kind of a mental kind of subconscious thing. You know, you gotta get this done before you're not gonna move with these alterations. But there's definitely mm-hmm. at least one or two stragglers that will move into the new house. <laughs> like I said, I feel like my sewing for the last year was kind of random, which mm-hmm. was kind of a continuation from 2020. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I feel like I went, maybe I waited in 2020 and then launched in full steam with more um, dyeing projects, but I definitely oh, did yeah. more of that in 2021. Some ice dyeing, some more bleach experiments. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what took me so long, but this was the year for that. Uh, I sewed a lot of gingham this year, which was, you know, yeah, I feel you like did. I did. It was kind of, I did like a run over the summer and I was sewing up everything kind of in a gingham uh, category, which, you know, I felt like that was me stepping beyond my like stripes and solids and woven patterns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, Definitely went hard on the '90s trends this year. Uh-huh. I think I think that has been around for a little while, but I, for whatever reason, I felt like I kind of went into it uh, this year more. Um, made some baby doll dresses and tops, bleached denim fanny pack stuff. <laughs> like really, really, um, uh, really went hard on that one. And I also sewed a ton, ton, ton of stretch velvet stuff for skating um, and just weird costume accessories, uh, which I have to say was, feels so random, but it was kind of fun. Like just do it, you know, taking like a, a one-off project and, you know, just remembering how much fun it is to sew costumes. It's like, you know, you have that moment around Halloween where you're like, yeah, sewing is a superpower. I can do, you know, I can mm-hmm. sew whatever I can be whatever I want. And I, I don't know the so doing that for a longer part of the year I think led to a lot of joyful random moments of just being like heck yeah I can make a Zoya the Destroya costume <laughs> from nothing <laughs> um so I I have to say random but fun fun and fulfilling nice uh, 
It can be very hard to choose favorites, but I was curious if you two had any favorites from the year. I was I was looking back on my what I sewed, and I think this year, as opposed to 2020, I didn't have as many like standout statement pieces. I sewed a lot of like everyday uh-huh. wearables. I didn't do any like cool outerwear pieces or like, you know, anything that's stood out as just like a, you know, a top of the year. But one of the things that I enjoyed making quite a bit was the um, Parker panel tank from oh, So News. Yes. I, I made it for a wedding and I have just loved, I wore it a ton and I have loved it. Um, it was one of my, it's one of those projects that's like wearable, but artful and interesting yeah. and I just, I, I really love that project. Um, I went on a Trinchera t-shirt <laughs> bender there for a minute, which is our free uh, t-shirt uh, coll- from our uh, So Quick and Easy collection. I that I, I didn't go into that thinking, gosh, I need like six more t-shirts, but I sure came out on the other end with six more t-shirts. Um, I think it's just, I was having fun. So I just went with it and yeah. you know, tried a bunch of different hacks and definitely, um, that was a good pairing with the other thing that I made a lot of this year, which was probably my favorite. Again, I didn't need more elastic waist skirts, but I made a couple of the peppermint pocket skirts and they became a summer go-to. And I think yeah. I'm actually, I haven't done it yet, but there's at least one or two that I made with heavier fabrics that I think I could probably stretch into fall and winter. Um, but they, I don't know, they, that was a surprise, but kind of fun to just like, even if you don't need it, need it to just kind of let your inspiration lead. Um, oh, yeah. A little bit. And and as y'all know, I love making things multiple times um, and just kind of experimenting with, with silhouettes in that way. So I think those are some of the standouts. Meg, how about you? Trinchera Genza. <laughs> Trinchera Genza. <laughs> um, actually, when I was looking back... Some things that kind of surprised me, what I loved so much, what I made, one of my standout project was my embroidered bralette from that episode of Style Revive. Oh, yeah. That was so good, man. It just turned out so good. And it's, I just love it so much. Um, I've never actually worn it though i've worn it i wore mm. it for like a photo shoot but i'm i i'm like saving it with some i'm precious about it what event do yeah. i like save this to so mm-hmm. uh i definitely was almost gonna wear it a couple times but i said i don't know if this is like worthy of my like date because for me it's such a state i can't just i don't know i still have a thing about like outfit repeating to like i always remember what i wore around and so i can't wear you know if i go to a party with this group of people i mentally know what i wore i can't wear that it's just anyways so i'm saving it for the right moment of 2022 (laughs) (laughs) and also uh, i really love my uh i made a pair of like evergreen tensile ester pants from victory patterns and i made it i kind of just i got the pattern a while ago i had this fabric i made them and then i tried them on i'm like oh these are cute and i put them away and then i wore them out one day i um my friends took me out for a birthday dinner and i wore the pants and i like i loved them i like i got so many compliments that that unique pleat and i they were comfy and i just forgot how much i loved them and um i'm gonna get a lot of use out of those and then also my roscoe dresses i really loved those my lime green one and then my striped one so those were some standout um things for me Mm-hmm. So many good ones. I kind of love 
I love that I'm super in tune with what you've made just because of work and like I know right? following you on Instagram I'm like it's like a trip down memory lane for me too I'm like oh yeah I remember when you made that that was so awesome <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh. how about you Kate oh me um I have I have a lot of things that I made this year that I liked and wore a lot um, there's one though, that's, I think my newest make other than those masks and I haven't worn it very often. Um, and I haven't posted it on Instagram, so you guys haven't seen it, but it's, um, it's an Inez blouse and it's, um, this lovely orange and yellow and pink and white stripe. Um, and it's yeah. just this lightweight shirting. It's not quite gauze, but it's very light and, it has just a little bit of a almost an eyelet look in some of the stripes, and it is Ooh. super comfy, comfy, and it is super pretty. I love the color. It is kind of folly, but also kind of springy, and it. I just, I just love it. I love it, and it's comfortable. And yeah, um, I haven't worn it very much because I'm like, life is not important enough to be wearing this shirt right. Now. You know, I'm just like well, wearing t-shirts around the house and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But you're going to have to get us a photo for show notes with a okay, description yeah. like that. I know. I know. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I can do I, my, uh, I have a birthday party coming up. My uh, mom and husband Ooh, are having a joint birthday party. So maybe I'll toss that on for that and see if somebody who can take decent pictures, not my husband, <laughs> will uh, take a picture of me. Kate, is the Inez shirt, is that a button up? I can't remember yep. what that pattern looks like. It is? Oh, okay. Cool. What kind of buttons did you use? Um, I just found some um just plain sort of pearlescent buttons at Joanne's. Ooh. Um one of them has white buttons and then the um the orange one that I was just talking about has um pink buttons actually, which kind of they look really oh. good with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see. I learned from my first one. The um in the pattern the the buttonholes are horizontal and when I go to button that one I'm like this is weird so I changed my buttons to vertical and it worked and I'm very pleased with myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I I have to say that reminded me like this was definitely the year that I started and expanded my vintage button collection. Mm. That was that was new for this year. That's been very fun. Is and it? Fulfilling. Okay. I feel like that was last year, but time is weird. So who knows? I, know. I think it was over the summer. I really went into it. And now my kids like like to look for buttons with me. It's kind of sweet. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Yeah, Aww. it's sweet. All right. Again, going to ask you to pick favorites. Um, do you have a favorite podcast episode from the year? Yeah, I definitely do. I loved the unpopular sewing opinions episode. That was so mm -hmm. fun when I, I just love like having some opinions from us and listeners. That was just really funny. I, I just love that one. And yeah, the uh, and definitely with uh, Celeste Morgan's The Days for Girls one was very inspiring. Mm -hmm. So those were mm -hmm. definitely my favorite favorite too. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I share on my personal feed about new episodes launching, I'm like, 
No, for real. This time, this one <laughs> this is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, no, I said it before, but this one's my favorite because they're like all my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I did, I, I loved the um, conversation we had with Celeste Mergens. Yep. Um, that was one of those moments where it was like, okay, this is like why we do what we do. And, yeah. you know, it was like super satisfying in that yeah. way. Um, I loved our recent conversation with Julian Collins oh, about yeah. sewing menswear. And I'm actually like, I'm midstream on sewing a button up for my husband. Like, so I just like immediately after the episode, yeah. I've, I've, that's happened a couple of times this, yeah. this year. Um, <laughs> And I was also looking back and I loved um, having Sadie Fox Metter on for home decor sewing. Oh, again, yeah. That was that was a moment. Um, it was just like I love it when the podcast just times with where you are in your life or your, you know, creative process slash journey. And that was one where I was like. Yeah, I really do need to like spruce up the place and like put my personal touch on it. And that's a really mm-hmm. great reason to sew too. So yeah. those were a few standouts for me. For yeah. selfish reasons, I think we need to get her back on next yeah. year when uh, I have my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to be like, okay, now what do you a think consultation. about this? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, an episode turned design consultation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'd be great. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, like with what I sewed, I'm having trouble remembering what actually, what episodes were this year and what right. episodes were last year. Um, I will say that I also really enjoyed the conversation with Julian Collins, but I think my favorite one in the end was our sewing space episode Mm, because that kind of changed my life. You know, we started talking (laughs) about it. I started complaining about my sewing space and how I had issues with it. And I'm not going to say the next thing you know, but over the course of the next couple of months, you know, I completely rearranged my sewing space and made it into something that functions so much better for me. And uh-huh. I love it. And every time I walk in here, I'm just so happy. So, um, yeah, that that one had it actually I, it had a huge impact on me uh, in a way I didn't realize when we s- were recording it and when we stopped recording it. But it really did, you know, kind of s- set off a fire. So, uh-huh. yeah, me too. Yeah. If you all remember, I was like yeah. sorting through my stash at the end of the episode. You're like, Amanda, we're still recording. And I'm like knee deep <laughs> in like f- fabric scrap. Yeah. <gasps> I remember that even that night I knew we recorded that episode and there's updates all that you're like painting like red rocks and I was like wow you got into it I did I did I went full stream changing lives over here on so much yeah exactly yeah (laughs) just ours just ours but still I mean that Um, really it really set something off in a way that yeah I mean I I get inspired by this the show and doing these things and I oh, I do follow sure. through on a lot of the things we talk about but mm-hmm. that one was that one was huge it was yeah. it was huge uh huh uh huh yeah I think I feel like that was like the days for girls ones for me as soon as I got I was like I need to get involved like I just it just I can't wait until I'm settled in the house and I'm I've been uh, 
changing kind of the cities that I'm going to be involved in that organization. But that was like immediately after that, I was like, I, I was like, I need to get involved in this somehow. So for sure. Yeah. So, so awesome. How just like a conversation and just record, like just getting together and talking about certain things can really just lead, you know, to something else. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about So News and um, Creative Machine Embroidery Magazines, because um, that's definitely like part of what we do. And we talk about those uh, publications on the podcast um, yeah. in kind of a tangential way. But um, both of those magazines had a really terrific year. And I thought maybe we could spend some time talking about our um, favorite um, articles, projects, patterns things from those issues if you if you have a favorite well my standout favorite pattern was the penrose blouse oh yeah that is such a good one Mm -hmm. that was just i loved that pattern and i've made it so many times i wear it all the time i just i love that pattern that's kind of my standout favorite pattern that kind of emerged from the magazine for sure Mm -hmm. for me i'm going to uh, i'm gonna toot my own own horn a little bit um i've I've been doing the In the Hoop um, uh, column for Creative Machine Embroidery for quite a while now, actually. And uh, this year for the winter issue, I made this little In the Hoop stuffy snowman. And he is adorable and I love him. And I'm very proud of him. He, I mean, he's not that complicated it wasn't i i ended up the the thing that took me the longest time was to figure out the angles on the um curves so that when you turned it it didn't like turn into a weird shape um but Mm. i'm just i'm really proud of the final project um i think it's really cute and i love him and also I did the digitizing, not the designing, but the digitizing for the vintage ornament collection. And I, I love that collection. It's super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh man, I spent a long time working on that sucker. Um, and I think they turned out great in the end and I'm, I'm really proud of them. And also I love them. Yeah, that has got to be one of my favorite collections we've ever done and one of my favorite covers um, since it uh-huh. features the collection. Um, they're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> they're super cute. Um, yeah, I love them I had too. A, I had a few favorites. When it comes to patterns, um, the Wyndham quilted bomber jacket um, oh, yeah. was, a su- was a surprise favorite for me. I yeah. love it. As I mentioned on the show, like, I went straight to wearing it. I have others that I want to make. And like, I don't know how I did life without a bomber jacket before. <laughs> um, I think that a big moment for So News was um, having the Black Makers Matter Coalition yes. on for mm-hmm. the Common Thread, which um, definitely got a lot of feedback about that. But um, for me, it was a really important moment. And uh-huh. again, one of those moments where it felt like the right thing. And yeah. I hope it led to good things all around. Um, as well as I, I have a soft spot for our denim issue for mm-hmm. fall. Just like the Sony, the whole Sony's fall issue. All denim. I love it. But also um, we, we worked to uh, hire a plus size model for that. And that was kind of a first for so news uh-huh. and again, got some feedback about it, but 
again, felt like the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. there were also um, some good resources in there for um, curvy sewists. And um, I'd heard that that I got some feedback that that was really helpful for people. And um, so that was that felt really good in the end, but also like another big moment for us that Uh that I'm proud of. Always more work to be done on all of those fronts to make the magazines more inclusive. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we, we, we pushed pretty hard in 2021 and I'm proud mm-hmm. of us for doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And that issue too, that what Bianca made that Jean Jack painted Jean jacket is yes. one of my favorites, like projects all time. in mm-hmm. it. It's so cool. I love it. I need to do, I need to do something like that. And definitely, I want to do some more painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now that I have a utility sink, I'm so excited. <laughs> Finally, like, oh, I'm so excited about my sink in my laundry room. I'm just thinking of all the things I can tie dye and everything. And so, uh, yeah, that painted jacket was one of my favorites too. Mm-hmm. That's such Me a good too. issue with the bucket hat. Oh, the I know oh, the bucket hat too. Oh, the the Britney Spears bucket hat with the, you know, or was it Justin who wore the the denim bucket hat? Or did they both wear them in that jean moment? I think it was Justin who wore it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is, that's definitely a favorite as well. Mm-hmm. See, we went, I guess we went hard on the 90s in the yeah, magazine exa- too. Exactly. In some ways. In, in some ways, yeah. for sure. I, uh. Mm-hmm. The the costume I made for for my play the play took place in 1995, and uh, the dress Ooh. I made was uh, straight off of a picture of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen as children. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. awesome. awesome. Yeah, I feel like I, I, need don't, some I don't think I'd clips. mention that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like historically accurate and everything. I love it. It is mm-hmm. butterfly <laughs> clips did not make an appearance in my show, unfortunately. <gasps> no. <laughs> Well, I mean, we had one eight-year-old, and then the rest of the cast were like adults who were a little old for butterfly clips. So, but any of those, ne- remember those like choker necklaces with they were forget what they like. They were all like curvy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wore yeah, a no, lot we of didn't have any of those either. They, I think that was also a little too. Yeah, we had a lot of vests. Lot of oh vests. Mm. vests was it more like grunge or I guess no if it was Mary Kate Nashley it was kind of that like preppy look oh that yeah that was very that oh gosh I didn't get a picture of her for myself um <laughs> and I can't remember if I posted it on Instagram but it yeah no it's uh, it's very preppy it's it's kind of like a little on pure waist dress with like a semicircle skirt and <gasps> oh, pinstripes yeah. and yeah that was real cute oh yeah oh. I love that. Yeah. But our actress was 13. We were trying to age her down so she didn't get anything that was like teeny boppery at all because we mm. didn't want to we didn't want to make it obvious that she was significantly older than the character. Cool. Yeah, Fun things. 90s. 90s. I might you just start like a Pinterest board and like was inspired by I, yeah I want to sew more like 90s trends things in 2022 I'm gonna have lots of Mary Kate and Ashley lots of you know <laughs> yeah. you can rewatch all those old movies I love that style <laughs> yeah Ellie and Ellie and Mac has a I love the 90s dress which is kind mm-hmm. of like a yeah it's cute I I, I have oh, the I pattern that I keep thinking I need to make it but haven't yet. <laughs> um, let's talk favorite side projects. So mm. video things, 
um, I have a few on my list. Uh, one of the things that I got to do this year that was super exciting was to do a sneak peek for, for ditto form. Um, and that was, I definitely had some big feelings about that because Mm -hmm. it involved being in, um, very tight clothing in a room full of people. And then in a video that would be shared widely (laughs) to get my (laughs) 3d scan, but I really kind of like just embraced it as part of the process. And, you know, and I, I definitely, um, had some thoughts about like how strange it was to see yourself in 3d, like even just on screen and then the physical form is just still, you know, it was a big, it was a much bigger experience than I thought, but it was also a really invigorating experience because I realized through that, like I loved listening to Carol's story about her business. And it really reminded me of why I'm, why I do what I do. And the small business aspect of it is really inspiring and satisfying for me. And definitely part of the reason why I love indie pattern designers and all of the like sewing entrepreneurs. Um, so that was, that was definitely like a surprise project for me. Um, and then obviously to have like an amazing dead form form. in my space, um, Mm -hmm. to work with, uh, I have to say the other, I have two other favorites. Sorry. I have a lot of favorites always. I just Um, want to ask something quickly about the ditto. Do you ever give it a hug? So you know what, like, uh, it feels like how your hug feels like. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing that after this show. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing I would do. I'm like, I wonder what it feels like to hug me. Because it's oh, not, like, that's so fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back. Um, <laughs> um, I have to say that uh, Stitch Lab, our series for YouTube, oh, was... Totally immensely stressful and hard and so much fun. And really, you know, we started out you thinking about like a visual version of the podcast and it ended up feeling exactly like that, even through, through the mishaps and, and the stress, um, the, and the response to it has been really great. Like, I feel like people have, they've learned things, they've found new tips. I learned a lot doing it. Um, it was a really great, project. I'm really, I'm really proud of it as well as our, um, new so daily news series that we've been doing for the so daily network channel on YouTube, like researching all the new patterns every month and prepping that for that show has been so much fun. I feel like I'm like a reporter again and I kind of (laughs) love that. And, uh, I don't know. I'm it's, it's just been really fulfilling some of these projects that we do like there's a whole lot of planning and there's like you know months in advance and those yeah. we just get to it's kind of like the podcast we get to hop on and talk about what we're excited about new things in the community and it does it kind of feels like we're um you know providing a service in some ways focusing on those new patterns um that feels really good and you know just makes me want to buy more and more patterns i know so there's that yeah, Dangerous. definitely not good for the mm-hmm. the wallets. Those yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I end up doing, um, yeah. I got the uh, the um, Amal dress. I got that last yes. week. The one that you reported on. Yes. I can't wait to make it next year. It's I love that pattern um, mm-hmm. so much. Um, for me, I really like my side. Again, it was kind of like on a whim. It was um, 
the the copycat jeans live event. That was so fun. And the watch party element of it was really fun too. And everyone together and Mm -hmm. like, and actually like sewing two pairs of jeans that kind of made myself sew jeans again. I sewed like really fun striped one. I was like a fun little side project that was probably um, like a favorite as of recent. And I also enjoyed Working, I worked really heavily on the the so quick and easy the our volume two yes. and some really great so patterns good. came out of that. Uh, definitely that t shirt pattern that I love and that skirt and that was really fun to kind of um, put that help put that together. That was uh, something fun that mm-hmm. I like and I think there's oh and those culottes like with the slit like some really so great many good ones came out of that. So that was mm-hmm. really I loved working on that. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I really loved your season two or the second season of Style Revive you did. Oh, yeah. No, that was I mean, all of your Style Revives were so good, but I loved like bringing in the community members and, you know, getting getting input. That was so it was such a fun twist on it. And it turned out so well. Yeah. And just having live like we were all watching it together and then to be able to answer live the questions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was funny. I was good because I had moved into my studio yet, so I'm doing this event. I'm sitting like on the floor, like in, a, just, <laughs> in my little wood panel room, having to tell the renovations to <laughs> be quiet for a little bit. So that, that was fun. Well, um, of course, I found Stitch Lab to be a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah. It's also kind of a blur uh, yeah. because we did oh, it yeah. real totally. fast. Yeah, and. And it was very stressful. I had family in town, so like the days were long and the margaritas were necessary, Uh, but I really enjoyed it. And I also, um, just a few months ago, I filmed um, a little series called Pressing Matters, which I actually did with our friend Ginger from the Mm -hmm. Quilt and Tell podcast. And I don't, I don't know why, but it was just, it was super mellow. Um, We... We did our episodes. We pressed some things. Um, we learned some tips. I had to do a little research, um, which, you know, it. I learned some things so that I could teach them to other people. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just really, I really enjoyed that. It was, it was fun, but it was not nearly as stressful as, for example, Stitch Lab was. So I had, yeah. I had fun with that. Uh-huh. You did such a great job. Those videos turned out so great and the response to them on youtube has been really really positive so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah every episode has quite a uh quite good views yeah i love that iron too it's such a cool iron yeah it really is (laughs) well and and we were i mean we were trying to get them like we we didn't want we didn't want the episodes to drag out because you know sometimes you're like okay i just want the information i don't want to listen to three minutes of introduction before we yeah started so so we were doing that and i don't know i felt like we crammed enormous amount of information into very short videos and i hope that comes across because um that was it was kind of a goal of ours to yeah not not let it draw out but really just put in a whole bunch of useful information all right all right well let's think about 2021 and if there is a project that um that you didn't get to Maybe it'll move over to your 2022 list. Any any standouts that um, that you just didn't have time for? For for me, I as soon as the uh, Marlowe sweater came out, I instantly bought it and I printed yes. it out, and it sat there for months and months. And I just didn't get to it, and I 
I really wanted to make it. Even when I was packing my studio, like the initial pack before the machines, I packed all my already printed PDF patterns. I left that one out. I'm like, oh, I'll still make it. And then eventually I was like, I put it in a box the other day. I was like, oh, well, (laughs) didn't get to that. (laughs) So that was my kind of, I just didn't get to it, but yep. Oh, well. Yep. It happens. (laughs) It happens. What about you, Kate? Oh, I have a super long list of things that I've been (laughs) chewing over and haven't gotten to. Um, I was reminded while going through the tabs on my phone that I wanted to make an Amy jumpsuit. Mm, Um, I mm. still have not sewn my Delphi dress, which I cut out like three years ago. Um, (laughs) I have not yet done last year's Sew Your Roll. I haven't made a Penrose blouse. The list just keeps going. I haven't done lots and lots of stuff. So it's, um, it's all on my list. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll give you a head start again for mm-hmm. 2022. Yep. Um, mine was definitely a jacket. I have this wool fabric that has been hanging out and I have been meaning to use it, probably feeling a little precious about it, but um, I had meant to make, I wanted to make a shacket, um with it actually. And that didn't happen. So that might have to be, that'd be a good January project. I think. Oh, for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll just slide it on over to next year oh, and yeah. all will be well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any projects from the year um, surprise you in either good or bad ways? One actually came because of a, a purchased tea that I found for super cheap and was surprised that I gravitated towards it, but it was, it was a camo print. I've never worn what? camo in my life. And I don't, I don't, it wasn't any like, you know, conscious, like I don't wear camo. It was just a, you know, it, and it was probably something that I wouldn't have sewn for myself. So that was kind of a surprise moment to be like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe there are some some benefits to ready to wear that I haven't really considered. Um, but then I knocked the tee off and went totally off the rails and made myself a neon pink t-shirt. It's mostly <laughs> for working out, but it's neon and it's pink. And I just didn't envision um, making that for myself like ever, ever. So I did. And it was a surprise. Also, um, the Wyndham quilted bomber jacket was a huge yeah. surprise, you know, just making it. And I just, I didn't know how much I would wear it. And, and if I would like the style and it turned out yes and yes, I'm wearing it. I love the style and I want to make more. Um, so I'm really grateful for the, you know, our so long program to kind of like, you know, nudge me along in that direction. Thanks. So alongs. Um, and then, uh, my sewing room revamp was something that totally inspired by the podcast did not plan to go um, as deeply into it as I did, but I had a lot of fun with it. And it really improved my feelings about sewing and being in my sewing space. And uh-huh. yeah, I still uh-huh. have like all my fake plants and they're all still alive. <laughs> <gasps> still alive? Wow. <laughs> I went on a fake plant um, kind of purchase bender. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, I got like for the top of my shelves. I want like vines coming down, and I, so I ordered a bunch that's uh, that's slowly trickling in for my studio. So that's fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I love camo. You just reminded me about how much I love. I love camo print. I yeah, I, oh. I made some camo pants. I think it was two years ago, and I have this camo jacket. I got ready to wear one, and it just reminded me of all the times. Sometimes when, you know, I'm out with um, you know. Julian and his dad, dad, or just people, and they go into you know an outdoorsy store, and I'm in like the hunting section, and I'm like, these is this is so cute, like because it's all <laughs> neon, like some, some like some of them are like camo, but some of them have like neon reflective stripes, and I was like, this is so cute, and I'm like shop, I'm like <laughs> shopping Over in the <laughs> section. <laughs> I know. The fashion's really great. <laughs> that is um, so funny. Yeah, but all of my, I think all of my projects from that. Uh, my last season, like the Style Revive Challenge season really yes. did surprise me. And the men's shirt hacks really did. Like truly taking one men's shirt and making three different things that it like not a, not a thread of scrap, of, like scrap from it. Like mm-hmm. it was all utilized. The, the bralette from the men's shirt, it turned out so much better than I would have thought. I was going to think, oh, you just crop it, you know, but it was so cute. Um, so all of those things really surprised me for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So, so and my tie-dye, pro- I did not know that they would turn out so cute. Like my first time tie-dyeing and um, yeah, but then it also, yeah, surprised me. Well, that's probably the next section. Yeah. The bad ways, I guess. Yeah. Um, when I tried to do like stamp printing and <laughs> <laughs> like absolute crap. It's <laughs> like I'm cutting up fruit and st- I was like, oh, I'm gonna try and be innovative. Like in the kitchen, I'm gonna cut up potato. And I know even like my uh my neighbor who was filming, he's like, he goes, that doesn't look very good. I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we cut edited that part out. So <laughs> I need to work on my uh stamp printing because I do because mm-hmm. Bianca makes it look so easy and cool. Uh, like yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, I use, I'm like, can I use a potato? She goes, oh, yeah, you just cut it, make a design. And she shows me examples. It looks brilliant. So and mine good. just looks like globs of, <laughs> anyway, so that didn't, <laughs> I thought it would look better than it did, but that's yeah. okay. That's how it works. That's how it mm-hmm. works. <laughs> it's a learning experience. It mm-hmm. is. What about you, Kate? Well, I didn't also did not expect to completely revamp my sewing space. So of course that is right. absolutely delightful. Uh the other thing that surprised me is that I made button-down shirts this year. Um yeah. because I generally stay away from button-down shirts. I am afraid of buttonholes and um I don't usually like the way they fit me. Um but then the Ines shirt showed up and I was like that looks like I will enjoy wearing that. And I said, okay, I'm going to go for it. I can handle some buttonholes. I've got a, I've got a machine that'll do buttonholes automatically. I could do it. And I did it and I'm very pleased with them. Um, so okay. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I was pretty surprised that I did that and I'm pretty pleased too. You're giving lots of teases for the, I haven't I know. Even seen. I'm like pictures, please. Pictures, oh my please. gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it's didn't. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I didn't make that much this year, I think, so, or I don't remember most of the stuff. So I'm just kind of sticking with the things I do remember. <laughs> the highlights. I love the highlights. highlights. Um, I definitely had button ups on my um, learning moments this year because they're not fails. They're just, you know, opportunities to learn and change of plan next time. <clears throat> I'm making my um, husband some 
button up shirts. And it's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. Y'all, I made a muslin. Like I went, <gasps> wow. I mean, it was like wow. half a muslin actually, but like I hadn't really, I really wanted to get the fit right. Um, and because it was, you know, as we were talking with Julian, thinking about having that base pattern that you can just like, you yep. know, what's going to work, get some new fabric, birthdays, Christmas, done and done. Yeah, you, know. you just switch up a little bit every yeah, time. Exactly. Like, you know, that fits, do the work once and for right, sure. Right. So, um, so I made, I've made my first version and the collar is way too long. I think it's, it's just too big for my husband's neck. And I think I, I need to do some research, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make him another one. Um, he may wear this one. He may not. Um, he is so lovely. And he tried on the shirt like 47 million times. Aww. And then he tried it on and it was clear that the collar was just too big around his neck. And he was like, well, can you take it in? And I was like, um, oh, my God. no, <laughs> no, that is not an option at this point. Do you know what you should um, do? You should get, ga- you could gather it. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. It's okay. okay. I do think it's wearable. Um, and again, like I have to do some research to figure out how to fix that. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm proud of myself for kind of jumping yeah. in and knowing that it was kind of uncharted territory and I think it'll land, it'll, it'll end up okay. Um, we'll make it work and I'll make a, another version, but, um, that's, that's been, I, I don't know. I think that in the past two years, I haven't, I've kind of steered clear of super hard sewing challenges because I yeah. was afraid yeah. to invest a lot and have something not work out because I think every, everybody just feels fragile. I feel more fragile yeah. in the past two years, just with everything else going on. So I'm proud of myself. I just, I it was like, you know what? It's, it'll be a learning opportunity either way. And uh-huh. Um, so I'm counting it as a win, even though it was in the learning opportunities uh, category. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely reached for it during the pandemic. You just don't want to be let down, you know, you you go to sewing for something that you're like, you just know it's going to work. So I definitely didn't reach for, um, it took like, I think not, no part of like 2020, I'd like did something. I think in 2021, I branched out a little bit more, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe so. of jeans, I made the overall and like just some little things like that. But yeah, you just, you just wanted to, you just know it's going to work out for sure. Exactly. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I spent, a, I spent about 10 minutes feeling bad about it. I was like, man, I oh, haven't really yeah. challenged myself this yeah. year. And then I was like, that's okay. That's like okay. sewing doesn't always yes. have to be, you know, a challenge and yeah. a learning opportunity. It can be something like, predictable and fulfilling and mm-hmm. useful. It can be yes. whatever you need it to be. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kate? Any big learning moments? Um, nothing like, nothing like as epic as what Amanda just described. <laughs> I, uh, I did some learning on the fly, uh, when I was, uh, when I pulled a pattern off of, and then attempted to recreate my favorite, um, underwear, um, <gasps> not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was pretty sure I had a solid plan and I did except for I kept having trouble with the, um, the, um, fabric trying to separate from the elastic while I was trying to sew it. And eventually I was like, okay, glue stick, do your thing. And I used a glue stick and, um, learned that I need to have something to protect my, uh, desk from my sewing table from the glue stick when I'm doing that. But the glue stick mm-hmm. worked well and took care mm-hmm. of the problem. And then I figured out I needed to adjust the elastic lengths just a little bit 
And now I'm pretty sure the next one's going to go super smooth. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. That's a big thing. I feel like undies, I mean, they're not hard, but it's still... I don't know. It's still kind of a milestone in sewing, it, I, I think. It felt I, like a milestone. Yeah. Um, heck yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I've, um, this might be too much information, but I've been wearing the same set of underwear for a very long time because they stopped making them and um, they're starting to get pretty ratty, some of them. And so this is one, one of the reasons I'm like, well, I either have to learn to get used to another kind of underwear or I need to make some of these. So um, that's kind of where I am right now. And and I, yeah. I think it's going to work out. And I've got plenty of scraps that I can use. Yep. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love making my, making my own underwear. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just something where you could also like, it. they're to get nice ones, they're expensive. Like some yeah. pairs of underwear, like like twenty, thirty bucks. Like the nice ones yeah. that um, that I like. So it's you can you know save some money making your own undies for sure. And for me, it's mm-hmm. like I like it's, it's. I need to. I'm very particular. Like it's yeah. It needs to um, be high weight. I can't like I. You know, I'm very picky too. So uh, yeah, that's amazing, Kate. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, yeah, my mom had this pair when she like she yeah, you know this certain brand, and then when you stop when they stop making it. Yeah. Like, what do you it's do? Terrible. Yeah. How, how could you do this to me? How could you do this? <laughs> this is the only thing that's ever been comfortable for years and years. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I remember when Jillian and I, it's like the same disappointment. Um, We love going to the keg and our, we, there was this cheese dip appetizer and they just took it off the menu. <gasps> how could and, they? And it was our favorite. <laughs> and we were so mad. Like, how could you? It was so good. It, we like loved it. We it's predictable. We could just mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's like the same disappointment. Yeah, I I went to my I went to a restaurant chain that I used to go to with Mark a lot when we were first dating the other day, and they did not have the pomegranate margaritas anymore, and I was <gasps> so sad. Tragic. Oh, it I was that. so tragic. It was it was so tragic. They're like, we have mm-hmm. in our system, but I don't know that we have the pomegranate flavoring. Uh, we don't. Here's strawberry. And I'm like, okay. Strawberry's fine. It's not. It's not fine. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it, it is. It was fine. I didn't mind strawberry. I, I don't mind strawberry margaritas, but it was not what I wanted. But it's and not it was not your... the pomegranate. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, for me, some learning moments. I did a lot of embroidery um, yeah. experimenting this year. Um, I just kind of embraced um, some embroidery projects and some, yeah, you just learn, you know, okay, this needle does not work embroidery. And like this thread, if you use cheap embroidery thread, it keeps, like you got to, it's better quality thread actually is makes it better. And um, some sim stabilizers mm-hmm. don't work with that. And so it was a lot of learning um, and it was, it was fun. I love getting more into embroidery. Uh, so there's definitely some, some learning moments. Um, yeah. You know, quality well, really matters when it comes to thread. <laughs> it does. All good things to learn. All good, All things. good things to learn. <laughs> I wasn't sure how this um, year in review was going to go because it's been such a strange year. Like yeah. a lot of yeah. stuff has happened. A lot of stuff hasn't happened. Like it's, it's another kind of it's odd kind of a year, limbo year, you it know? Is. It's just it like totally is. Yeah. But I'm I feel like we've done a lot. Like between oh, yeah. the magazine projects, our video projects, just 
the sewing that you both have done in your free time. I mean, I, I feel like we did a lot. I'm proud of us. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm proud of us too. And we still did. Yeah, we potted through the the whole year too. We did it. We We talked a lot about sewing. Yes, we did. And still more to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We learned a lot and we we found some inspiration. And yes, we designed some sewing spaces or we're going to design some sewing, sewing spaces. And yeah. Those are all wins. I mean, yeah. I feel like getting through the past year, the past two years, with any amount of joy and inspiration mm-hmm. and creative energy is a yeah. total win. So, yeah, I to go. I salute you. I totally what? forgot I made my first <laughs> little quilt. I know. Um, oh, man. I know. Yeah, okay. We just, we're, yeah. we're amazing. We're amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, and Let's, so are you, our listeners. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We forget. We have, like, I feel like sewists have high standards for themselves, but mm-hmm. like putting inner, any energy at all into sewing and like when you have so much else going on in your life is admirable and awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a little break and then we'll hop back in with some sojo. All righty, it's time for our Sojo segment, our favorite segment, where we get to talk about what's giving us our sewing inspiration at the moment. So let's start with Meg. What's giving you your Ooh. Sojo right now? <laughs> well, I'm just not really sewing anything. Um, so it's just kind of sewing room planning, but I'm just thinking about things that I'm going to first sew. I'm going to recover these cushions we bought from the previous owner they had this like wicker furniture in the sunroom and um we asked to buy it from them and there was these pillows and I was like oh I'm gonna recover them so <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do first <laughs> that's awesome yeah, yeah that's totally great yeah I just yeah planning it I've I've walked that empty room like so many times like measuring I've I, I've come out with like six different layouts of everything. And so I finally figured out, I think like my machines are going to go under the window and my cut it. And I don't know. I don't know if it's all going to fit, to be honest, <laughs> all <laughs> my furniture and some machines, but we'll see. So just kind of planning that out. Cool. How about you, Amanda? Um, I think I am most inspired right now by, I have a few projects that I have in mind for the week after Christmas. Like, Ooh, I love I don't that know. in between week. I know. I love that I really week. do too. And so I'm kind of excited to go in with some actual plans in mind. Um, probably, you know, some late Christmas presents will have to happen during that time too. But um, I'm excited. I think I'm going to sew some cozy things and nice. um, just, yeah, to, but, but slowly, slow and cozy. Slow, slow and, cozy. and cozy. That sounds lovely. Make some, are well, you going to make something for New Year's Eve? Because that's always the week I like try and like, I don't have any plans. Oh, I have plans. In, I need yeah, something to plan. Yeah. I don't, at this point, no. It's looking like a uh, chance of sweatpants, but um, <laughs> but maybe with a matching. Champagne with a touch of, with a chance of sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that'll be me. Megnog. Yeah. And some eggnog. And- <laughs> How about you, Kate? Well, um, I, like I said, just finished my show so I can actually start thinking about Mm -hmm. anything else again. 
Um, so I, I haven't quite made my decision. I'm kind of floating through this week. Um, but it's probably either going to be my Trina blouse, which is my your role from last year or <laughs> a cardigan. And I'm not, I'm not Ooh. quite sure which, or maybe just some underpants. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I've got Can't some go cardigan wrong. fabric I've been holding onto for like two years, three years. When did Colorado fabrics close? Um, that's when I think it was two years ago. So, um, so yeah, it's mm. like, Meg, you'd like it. It's kind of sagey green and, Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a sweatshirt fabric. It's fleece on one side and, and, uh, a kind of shiny knit on the other. And yeah. Cardi pants. <laughs> Cardi <laughs> pants. <laughs> I think I might have enough fabric to do that. Little sets. Well, no, I I can't do both. I could do one or Mm. the other, but not both. Well, we'll see. They're both going to happen someday. Yeah. Nice. I have been, um, I'm wearing my uh, Keystone cardigan. Oh, are you? Cute. A year and a half, two years ago. I can't remember when we did that one. Um, I've been reaching for it a lot. It's so cozy. It's got the hood. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been bringing me a lot of joy as this. Definitely a front runner on my pattern um, Mm -hmm. possibilities for that. I have, yeah, I haven't made that yet. It's always on my list. I haven't made it yet. I would love a hooded cardigan. Yeah, for sure. I think so cozy. Add that to the list for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Let us move on to our sew and tell segment uh, where we answer a listener question. And our listener question for this particular episode is probably not any big shock. We're asking, what is your sewing resolution for 2022? Amanda, how about you start us off this time? Oof. Why did you have to pick me? Okay, Meg, <laughs> why don't you start us no. off? <laughs> I, I'm having, like, I, I want to, I think I want a big project for 2022, but I'm not sure what that is yet. Um, I'm, I'm thinking through some ideas. Um, I, part of me really wants a big project and like a master plan. And part of me has really been loving just going from project to project, wherever inspiration and fun sewing can be had. Um, so I'm kind of like smack in the middle of that. So I think I'll, I, had, I need to do some more thinking about it and I will report back. Okay. Sounds fair. Meg? Uh-huh. I am doing a... I'm doing like cycle sewing. And so I'm going to do everything I sew for my, I can't sew something else for myself unless I sew something for the home and Julian. So I'm going to do me, home, Julian. Me, That's home. so great. Yeah. Cause I just, I don't need any, but I, I like Julian desperately need, like he does need new work. Like during this renovation, like he's, trashed all his clothes there's holes and paint over like everything and he just needs a wardrobe refresh um so i need to do a lot more sewing for for him because you know um he needs like a new look you know he had a toronto kind of art look and now I, like <laughs> I, we're gonna give him a new a new look for a little makeover yeah I love it so much. I give him a makeover. So, and then I want to sew something for the home. So I no no longer the days in 2022 where I'm just in my sewing room, just sewing myself like five pairs of pants. Cause I don't need like Julian needs, he literally has whole, he's wearing pants right now that have five holes in them. 
and I feel bad. <laughs> and I need to sew <laughs> like I need to fill the home. Like there's I have so many curtains to sew and I want to sew like a poof. I want to sew like that. I see yes. so many people sewing rope bowls. Like I want to like instead of buying a, a like a bowl from um, you know, I'm gonna make bowls. <laughs> rope bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I love Anyways, it. I think that's, that's my. I think that's fantastic. That's yeah, that's a great, great, great resolution. And I literally, I came up with that five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about everything that I sewed for myself last year, I'm like, God, I made Julian like one jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So that's my resolution. I love it so much. Yes. Uh, as for me, um, I came up with this one actually two minutes before we started recording. I am going, to, because I was thinking about this episode, I am going to start, I'm going to find some way to record what I sew better. Uh, yes. I'm either yes. going to actually take the pictures and put them on Instagram, or I'm going to start something on my computer. Yeah. Or I don't know. I'm going to do something so that when we do this episode next year, I can actually look and see what I made <laughs> yeah. this year. Or 2022. That, that is my mm-hmm. goal. I'm going to... That's I'm going perfect. to get better at record at doing records of what I sell. Yes. Uh-huh. Great yeah. goal. I love it. That's it. That is a good goal. Well, we'll, re- we'll report back next year when I said, oh my gosh, do you remember all these? Holy pants. I don't even remember what my sewing resolution was for this year, but I'm guessing it was no, no resolutions. I refuse. Last yeah. year, I remember saying I was going to do like the Meg's Magazine mashup again. I did, did one in January and then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but, We're just going to give ourselves some but, grace. Yeah. But yes, this we one, are. I think, because yeah. mm-hmm. pandemic. Yep. Yes. And also because yeah. we're awesome and we deserve grace. Um, I need to tell him about it so he can hold me accountable. So if I, for no, for now, only I know, but I need to tell him. And so he can be, he can keep me accountable. We can help. Yeah, you can. Everyone, please keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. When I, you're on my Instagram story saying, like, didn't you just sew that for yourself? And, like, yeah. I need I to will see actually never say that. I will be like, you <laughs> do know. you, Meg. <laughs> it's been a hard month. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Indeed. So. Um, so I feel like um, this episode's probably going to be my new favorite because it was yeah. so fun. And yeah. again, it was good to look back at the year for all mm-hmm. the reasons that we discussed. Like, we did a lot. Let's, or in my let's case, take a to look back over four months because that's all I can remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. These episodes Indeed. just come so fast. Like I remember s- filming. I'm not filming. Like recording this last year and like the year before. Like it, yeah, the years go by so fast. It's they do. This is the last recording of 2021. Yeah, yeah, 2021 <laughs> year that we're in. <laughs> we're still in 2021. Yes, yes it, we are. It, j- disclaimer. Uh, we work ahead on the magazines quite a lot, so we're often working on stuff Never for know. twenty. Yeah. Never know. We're we're, we're working is. on issues for twenty twenty two, so sometimes we get mixed up about what year uh-huh. it actually is. Uh-huh. All the time. All the yeah. Time. Well, we have um, fun things happening on the website through the month of December, and if you haven't taken part in our so daily pick a pattern contest, uh-huh. I think. Uh, when this episode comes out, you'll still have time to um, get a vote in. Um, but I am, we, we haven't had any of the results yet as of this recording. And uh-huh. I'm so excited. I feel like there's like a little bit of tension there. <laughs> there's uh-huh. so many, so many good 
indie patterns to choose from and oh, yeah. some awesome prizes to win. So take part if you feel inclined. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. See you next year. Yeah. (laughs) Until next year. Until Until 2022, y'all. Happy stitching. Happy stitching. (laughs) For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sew and tell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us too. Thanks for listening and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a Sew Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is director of content. Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing. And Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on So and Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com. <laughs>